Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I am Cynthia Conte, one of your hosts. You can follow me here at Cynthia underscore Conte. Shoot me some tweets. And then also joining me is my lovely co-host. And I am Giandra LaBeouf. You can follow me here. Giandra LaBeouf, I'm the only one in the world. So if you see another, it's a fake. <laughs> and we're back and we're going to talk some more boxing this week because we got a champ in the building. Oh, we got champ champ. Look Ooh. at her shiny belt. We got the hardware in here. Let's give a warm welcome to our guest today, the great, the miracle, Jamie Mitchell. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having Thank me. Thank you. And that beautiful WBA champ belt. Who you, uh, We're going to go into that, but you won that fair and square. You took it off the champ, and now you're the champ champ. Yes, I am. <laughs> Let's go back to that fight. You fought against Shannon Courtney uh, in the UK in Liverpool. And I mean, we've we've talked about Shannon before. She's a very controversial. I mean, she's she's stirred up some controversy with Ebony Bridges and then with you. And I think a lot of people underestimated you because we we always heard about Shannon and what she did, how she fought against Ebony Bridges, and that was a hellacious match. And then you come in, the U.S. the the girl from the U.S. And you battered her. You took her down. I mean, she was overweight. There were a lot of things going into this fight. What did you think of uh, taking on um, being the challenger? I'm going to tell you a true story about this fight, right? So I would say maybe about a week before I got the call to fight Shannon Courtney, mm-hmm. I had a dream. I had a dream that I was standing in the ring with a golden white, golden black belt with my manager, my head coach, Dewey Cooper, and my strength and conditioning coach, assistant coach, David Haynes. And I was standing in the ring, and I, I, I you know, didn't understand the dream. So that Saturday, I woke up and I went to run the mountains. As I'm on my way to the mountains, I get a call from my manager talking about fighting for the WBA title. Mm. So I was like, I didn't know who I was fighting. He didn't even drop a name. Really? He didn't drop, he didn't drop nothing, no location, no nothing. I said, yes. Like, I had the dream, so that was confirmation for me. Wow. So I understood deeper than anybody else, you know what I mean, that this was my time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, leading up to the fight, it was a lot of stopping and going, you know, the ooh and ah and and do I, do I not, as far as Shannon Courtney changing the dates and stuff like that. So Were, were there a lot of changes? It was about three changes total. Did you think the fight was going to fall out? No. Okay. No. Like, she had to do it. She was already, you know what I mean? So, um... Yeah, and, you know, leading up to the fight, just, you know, I was real, you know, I, I was very confident going into the fight, you know what I mean? I was confident in my skills and God and, and just the dream that I had. It was as plain as daylight to me. So, and, you know, getting to the U.K., you know, they, they showed a lot of love, you know what I mean? The, the, the U.K. fans, it's like they they definitely respect warriors out there, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, true warriors, you know, and, and you know, the, the weigh-ins and stuff like that. I mean, I got, I actually got a call from my manager before I got a call I got a, a feeling in my stomach like yo something ain't right you know it was like the day of the weigh-ins and I'm like damn I'm not gonna call my manager but I'm, I'm gonna just let it play out so he calls me he's like yo we got a problem I'm like yo what's the problem am I fighting <laughs> you know what I mean like yo as long as I'm fighting I don't care what the problem is you know at this point I'll fight it for free as long as I get that belt you know yeah. but he told me you know she's overweight Da-da-da-da. how much was she overweight she was two pounds, um, two pounds, two ounces overweight, wow. I believe. Ouch. But the night before, I was shaking out with my coach. And me and my coach was in there for like the longest time standing behind her. 
she was running like she was in the Olympics, like like she was trying to get that weight off. And I had seen her that Wednesday, which was the unofficial weigh-in. And I was like, yo, she is nowhere near 121. You know what I mean? I mean I've been doing it long enough to know what somebody supposed to look like when they're at 118 pounds or right. whatever, you know. So I was like, yo, but well, that's not my problem. That's her problem. You know, that's how I kind of looked at it. I'm not going to let nothing stop me. I'm here in the U.K. now, you know. So, you know, when he told me that she didn't, you know, she was overweight, uh, I was just like, all right, cool. And I just kind of like, you know, stayed focused. You know, that's all I could do. She's over, she's overweight, all right, cool. As long as it's not nothing crazy, I'll still fight her because we ain't trying to give her too much of an advantage, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Because the night before, obviously, she must have been 127, 28 just wow. by looking Damn. at her. Damn, that's like, like you know what I mean? She was, she was really overweight. And, it, and I really don't believe that it had anything to do with menstrual cycle because in the fight, she was wearing white. And we all know we don't wear white on our cycle, do we? No, so it's definitely just, not. You know, no. <laughs> I, got, I went out there and got the job done, period.com. She obviously lost the belt and she's overweight. Did you get some of her purse? No, I didn't. You did not? No. Oh. She actually, I actually asked my manager when he called me that morning. I said, yo, what's up with the purse? You know, because I, I probably should be getting 20%. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought that was like a no-brainer with any commission. You know, um, you don't make weight. That's just part of the price you have to pay. Mm-hmm. And he said, she said that if she doesn't, if she has to pay, she's going to pull out the fight. Wow. Oh, no, 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 no. So I was like, you know what I mean? I'm just going to go ahead on and, and I'm going to just fight her. Well, wow! I am in awe. Like I, I am too, girl. It's our first time we've been speechless, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that. Wow. We definitely gonna make sure this time for the rematch that, hey, yo, if you don't make weight, yo, you you gotta pay. You know what I mean? Stipulate because that. That should be. I mean, Eddie Hearn is both of your promoters. I, I don't know how the contracts are set, but mm-hmm. in in any kind of situation, you get a percentage of the purse, and the commission gets a percentage of that. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy that mm-hmm. that this went on, and good for you for still taking the fight, and mm-hmm. you still won. It was a mm-hmm. vacant belt. You put on a show. You made a statement, mm-hmm. and it's true. The UK fans are incredible boxing fans, and the love that they gave you that night, you put you battered her that well night. Well deserved. <laughs> I, I mean, had to do it. Credit to you, Shannon. Also, you are a warrior, but sh- the better woman won that <laughs> night. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end of the day... Um, I was just telling my photographer, shout out to my photographer, clocked in, not out. <laughs> he, he just asked me a, a question yesterday. We were, you know, just, you know, running some um, footage and stuff like that. And he's like, yo, Jamie, what, what does being professional mean to you? And I said, being professional means doing it even when you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, we got to, you know, like I say, I, I, I just kind of feel like 100% of the males in boxing has that bark. But only 20% has that bark and that bite. Mm. And women, only 100% has that bark, but only 10% have that bark and that bite. So you got to be able to separate yourself and be professional at all times, no matter what's going on. I mean, I can sit here and tell you right now, my best friend and my son's father died two days before my fight in the U.K., Oh. And I still had to go in there and just put on and act like nothing was wrong and not get too emotional when questions were being asked to me. And that's what being professional means to me. We don't, we don't, the, the fans don't care how you feel. Yeah. They don't care what's going on with you. So to me. I never heard the story. I did, I, usually it would be in the papers or someone would write about it and leading up to the story or your mm-hmm. fight. I never, did you, did you disclose it at all? I didn't talk about it. I, I was actually in a gym training. Um, 
and uh, we were training for Shannon Courtney, and it was one of the hardest days of the week. We had like really, two really, really hard days of the week, and Wednesdays was one of them. And I went to my phone and looked at my phone and got the call that he was in a coma. Oh, I'm so sorry. For three weeks, you know. So I was just like, yo, I had to be strong for me and my kid, you know, our son. So it was, it was, it was, it was crazy, but I, I had to act like nothing was wrong. So her not making weight was just. I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> are you a highly spiritual? Are you a highly religious? Because they say that God gives his his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. Mm-hmm. Are you a deeply in touch with your spirituality person? Absolutely. And and what does spirituality mean to you? Because you said being you had that with dream. Yourself mm-hmm. And what's going on around you? Mm-hmm. And being totally tapped in, not into this world, but to, into a whole different. That's what that's what it means to me. Mm-hmm. So the the fight comes, the first fight. You find mm-hmm. out you're you're locked in, you're ready to go. You find out that she is is overweight. Does that cause any type of a shift in your mind? Is it a shift like mm-hmm. she lazy or what does I, I that do? I didn't care about her problems. I mm-hmm. truly didn't. Like they're already. I made a tweet. I went on social, all three of my social media, um, social media handlings, and 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 basically said, no, I I do feel as though I've earned the right and a privilege to fight in the U.S., whether it's in the Vegas or California or wherever, I, I've earned that privilege, you know, and I've already got kind of like hate about it and stuff like that. And, oh, well, be fair, Jamie. It's like, you know, boxing ain't fair. Yeah, you, you won the belt where the champ was. And Absolutely. so, I mean, how are those conversations with Eddie and your team and whoever is making this t- for the rematch? Uh, everybody on my team, as far as my manager um, and my coaches and stuff like that, they agree with me. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, I have one of the best coaches in the world, and he's in Hall of Fame. So he's he's even done a fight game himself, all, all three um, combat sports, all of the combat sports. So he definitely feels the same way I feel. So, And I think my manager is backing me 100% on it, too. So it's just a matter of time. Is there a potential date that's being float? No, it's just summer. I'm hoping for the Canelo, you know, <laughs> the undercard, you know what I mean? Undercard. But, you know, we, 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 you know, we're still being negotiated as well. So uh, I, I, I'm positive it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't matter. I'll fight her in a phone booth. It, it doesn't really matter. But I just feel like I should push for things that I feel like, you know, should go my way. I as agree. A, as Absolutely. You, you're I the agree. champion. You, you've earned every right to, to put it in where you want. Absolutely. Wow. So now we are here waiting for the rematch. So in the meantime, you know, what what is a day to day? What does a day to day look like for you? You clearly are in shape. You look like you are damn near on weight right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like you could fight like in the next few days. So what does a normal day to day look like for you? For those who are hearing about this, they saw your fight. They were impressed by your win, but they want to know more about you specifically. So what does a day to day look like for you? A day to day. for me, as far as training is concerned, is uh, I wake up mad early. My son wakes up early, so I, I wake up with him and I harass him a little bit before he goes to school. You know, let mm-hmm. him know I love him. And, um, and then after that, it's just like I kind of slowly start getting my, my day together, whether I've done meal prep, I do my own meal preps. Um, sometimes I don't do meal prep out, so I cook from breakfast for myself and stuff like that. And I slowly start getting raised, kind of like start touching bases with social media and stuff like that. And then, you know, about like, 11 o'clock, I'm already hit, heading to the gym, you know what I mean, for my first training session. And then, you know, I'm getting my mouths in in the evening. And, you know, that's pretty much the norm for me, six days a week, twice a day doubles, you know. So, and outside of training, it's just like I'm, I don't even want to talk about boxing outside of boxing, you know what I mean. I want to be able to hang with my friends and be normal, you know what I mean, because to me it's like 
I'm nothing special. You know what I mean? I'm special, but I'm I'm no different from you. You know what I mean? So I I I don't want to be looked at as oh you know, you know me personally. I don't worship anybody but God. So when I'm outside of the gym, I'm outside of the gym. You know what I mean? And I want to be with my friends and laugh and joke and spend time with my son and you know all that kind of stuff. I'm just a regular person, man. You know that just doing what I love. I'm not doing what I have to do. I'm doing what I love to do. Mm-hmm. No. You said you uh, get in a uh, part of your routine is tapping in and looking at social media and seeing what's going on. You know, we've made some uh, bold statements on this show. I believe that women are going to take over boxing as the main attraction within the next five years, that most mm-hmm. of the cards are going to be led by women, competitive matchups. We're seeing it in UFC yeah. and other combat sports. What are things that you were seeing out in the boxing landscape that you're pleased by, that you're not pleased by? What are you seeing out there as someone who lives and breathes the sport? That you that you just keep an eye on during your daily tap in. Well, I mean, I agree. You know, I do feel like we, uh, as women in the sport of boxing, should get paid more. You know what I mean? And um, if they're worried about whatever, I mean, I kind of feel like if you some women they don't have as much amateur experience as a lot of other amateur females that are now pro had, you know what I mean? So proving yourself would have to be one of them as far as being able to compete for three minutes because that's a long time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but outside of that, I, I, I truly believe that that's going to happen, you know what I mean? Because if you think about it, women's boxing has come a long way as far as... 2012, I was one of the women who was able to, to, to try for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, in 2016, you know, I ended up trying again for the Olympics, ranked in at one in the nation, and 2012 ranked in at, at two in the nation. And, and, and things are still developing, you know what I mean, as to where I just feel as though for women, we are naturally competitive. All of us, whether you uh, shooting, shooting pool, shooting marbles, playing, playing ping pong, we are naturally competitive. It's a birthright. So when you put that into a combat sport, you're definitely going to get your money's worth as to where not all, but a lot of some men try to keep it real copacetic in the ring as to where we are here mm. to fight and be warriors. Yeah. So I feel like as long as, and I feel like, you know, women's bobbing open up more and more boxing is. So I just kind of feel like everything that we want is going to happen. We're, we're, we're definitely breaking down statistics and doing doing a lot as women and I just kind of feel like one of the things that we need to do as women is stick together and stop not be so competitive all the time mm. and give that other woman her flowers you know what I mean like Clarissa Shields being one woman that's that's really paved the way for us and being thankful for her instead of hating on her mm. you know what I mean so um, that's definitely how I feel about it though uh, you just mentioned the three minute rounds and the 12 rounds I mean three minutes yeah 12 rounds I've asked another fighter this. You're going. You're in the ring. Do you believe that three minutes and twelve rounds are going to make a difference? Three minutes in 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 a fight. Three minutes and and four rounds is going to make a difference. Let alone twelve. I know for me definitely. If I would have had a little more time, I, I probably would have got it out of there in my last fight, in the first or second round instead of the fourth. You know so. Yeah. Well, they always say that you guys don't get paid overtime. Why don't they push it to 12 rounds? Why don't mm-hmm. they push the three minutes? Because mm-hmm. someone could have scored the knockdown right. or the knockout. Right. So I didn't know if that would make a difference based on based on how you fight. It definitely would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely would make a, a big difference. Right. A lot of knockouts. You know, people don't want to watch female boxing a lot of times because they feel like it's boring and all this. Well, it didn't give us three minutes. Yeah, I definitely feel like that extra minute would definitely make a difference. There's plenty of uh, boring male fights I saw. Oh my recently. god! 
saw a few Remember, recently. Remember, we were, we were very vocal on Twitter. Absolutely. absolutely, you know, you know, I mean? three minutes or otherwise. And right. like I said, even though women, they might not, some women might not have the same skill set as other women. It's still they're fighting for they're fighting they're putting something on the line. You can see it when they're in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're really going hard as to where, like I said, a lot of men try to keep a real copacetic. You know, so you know it's gonna come. I believe so. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully I want to be one of the women that made history for that to happen. You know, you are making history already. Absolutely, paving right. the way for all the little girls out there that mm-hmm. just to show, oh, I can win. I can I can go to another country and and win off Absolutely. the champ. Uh, you, I remember. I want to circle back. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if if this rematch doesn't come to fruition anytime soon, we just saw Ebony Bridges, who became the IBF champ in your division. She said in her post-fight interview that she doesn't mind. She wants to start collecting belts, as you would also. Mm-hmm. How would that fight play out? I mean, I I believe I want to say that Eddie Hearn finally signed her. I don't know if that's I I, I want to say mm-hmm. it has to happen. She needs to be signed. But if that if it, could that fight be made even easier? Oh, I'm I'm definitely open to fighting um, Ebony Bridges. You know, and honestly, I'm not trying to brag, but I do feel like I'm the best at 118. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. That's definitely a fight that would step me up another level. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to stay at this weight class or? Um, stay at this weight class, unify, and then move up. Yeah. Unify or go try to go undisputed. Und- undisputed. Oh, you want undisputed. Undisputed. Okay. What fight would entice you to move up? What do you like that's out there that would make you um, step away from 118? I'm kind of different when it comes to that question. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the girls, and I don't know them by name, but I just know who is who as far as the belt holders in my weight class. I want to fight all of them and then focus on the next weight class and what's going on in that weight class. I kind of like don't wrap my mind a bunch around a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's Obviously, I want to, like you said, I want to you know be the, the top in this weight class and then move up and once I move up then I'll worry about who's who would entice me to want to move up you know Mm -hmm. which fights are you looking forward to male or female when you're when you are tapped in and and looking at fights who what type of styles do you like I like uh uh what's her name she's fighting on the 30th I'm bad with names by the way everybody I'm real bad with names oh Amanda Serrano oh Amanda Serrano yeah Mm-hmm. I like her. She's mm-hmm. one of my favorite fighters, Clarissa Shields. I even like Katie Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there out there? Queen Underwood, although she doesn't box anymore. Um, who else? Qu- um, uh, what's her name? Ann An Wolf. Ann Wolf. I yeah. love her. You know what I mean? Um, as, as far as females, there's a couple of them out there. You know what I mean? But I try to be careful what I watch because I feel like when I watch certain things on YouTube, I download it into my system. So I just, mm. but those are those are some of my favorite fighters, female-wise. How about yeah. men? Men, uh, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, Roy Jones, which I've met. Um, Roy Jones is a phenomenal person in real life. Mm-hmm. Sugar Ray Leonard as well. Um, uh, Floyd um, Jr. Um, who else? Roberto Duran. Mm. The list can go on. Like I have a lot of guys uh, that I like. Sweet Pea Whitaker. It's a lot of them that I like. Rest in peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Taking oh, but no, taking no, no. taking it back to uh, Katie Taylor. When you mentioned the styles that you like, when we talked to Michaela a little bit ago, she talked about her style and she broke down the merits of what she thought the Serrano Katie Taylor fight would look like. She said that uh, Katie still had what she considered to be a real amateurish style that could be problematic in the first half of the fight because it's a lot of things happening at once. Versus uh, Amanda Serrano has that professional style and experience mm-hmm. because she didn't spend a lot of time mm-hmm. in in the amateur 
amateur ranks. Mm -hmm. Is that what is your assessment of what that matchup looks like? Uh, I can see the the, the the what she's saying as far as the amateur like busy, busy, busy. Mm -hmm. um, but at the, also, I do feel like. Um, you know, uh, Amanda, she's a like a little bit of a body snatcher too. You know what I mean? She's a, she's a body snatcher. She's a female body snatcher in the sport. So um, I also kind of feel uh, that Katie Taylor is like big. She's like 150 something, and you know what I mean. Coming down to that weight just to hydrate back up, she's gonna be stronger. So, but I, I'm definitely rooting for Amanda though. I want Amanda to win. I think styles make fight, and I think those those two styles match up perfectly to, you know, um, basically enjoy the sport and watch, you know what I mean, to see who's the better woman on that night. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So uh, you mentioned all the men or the fighters, the male fighters that you watch. For people who've never seen you fight, who do you, who, who do you fight like? I think I fight like myself. Really? Yeah. I, I, um, don't really I mean I think I have a couple different styles inside of me but I, I think that I just kind of like basically try to do me yeah. um, I think I have a little bit of Floyd in me sometimes I have a little bit of Sugar Ray Leonard in me as far as the speed um, and I say Floyd in me is meaning the defense and stuff like that and, and um, I think I have a lot of Muhammad Ali in me as far as the, the footwork and then I have a little Mike Tyson in me too as far as the viciousness um, um, and, and play no games and, and we don't take no prisoners type type deal. So, I mean, it just depends on, you know, what what's in front of me and what she's presenting, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I just kind of feel like I have one of those styles to where it's really hard to say how you're going to beat me because once you say that, you tied yourself into a lease and you can't get out. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, how do you know that you're going to do that? I mean, you've never been in there with me before, so you can't really say being that I have all these different styles in me. So um, yeah, I, th I definitely think I, I, I fight like myself. So crazy when she was saying all of that, I was just watching you in the side of your eye. I'm like, I would be terrified to do a face-off <laughs> with you because you look like you're already about Locked to kill in. me just looking at me. Yeah. And, um, you know, just when we're reading up about your his or like your past, where you came from, you know, you everyone has a story, everyone has a journey, and yours was you were in foster care most mm -hmm. of your life, mm -hmm. and you were beating up girls? Were, were you beating up women or just both, I men and women? I was beating up adults. Oh. Like at the age of 10 and stuff. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and then the owner of the facility that you're at put you in one of his um, boxing gyms, am I correct? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Is that what you wanted? Did you ever watch fights back then? Did you, mm. see, did you know what boxing was at the time? Uh, I, I heard a lot about Mike Tyson, like staff that was at, at work. They were like, oh, man, did you see that Mike Tyson? So it's like I didn't get to see Mike Tyson, but I, I, I heard about him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, I felt like I was him in the system. Like if you call up anybody that know me back when I was young and dumb, mm -hmm. they'll tell you. Like my name still ring bells in certain places. Like I'm still a legend for that 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 tenaciousness that I had, you know what I mean? So um he was the one that inspired me, you know what I mean? Mike Tyson was, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, it was crazy getting into that, to that ring, though, my first time in the gym. It was my first time sparring, which I found out later, that's not how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just threw me to the wolves, like, yo, you go, this is what you gonna do, you wanna do it? All right, get in there. And I was like a little kid, I was like 16, and she was 32, she was tall, like, I've always been small and short. 
and everybody was calling me Mike Tyson's daughter. You know, I'm like, well, I don't know about all of that. I know I'm so I'm savage on the street, but not in boxing. So, but that that was my first day, and I never quit. Well, uh, real fast, why were you beating up adults when you were ten years old? Um, anger or just? Uh, yeah, I felt like you know when I was ten days old, I got taken away from my mom's, and um, due to her drug addiction, and um, she's still struggling with today. Um, and I just felt like kind of like I was I was always getting beat, starved, and all kind of crazy stuff. So it was just like I kind of felt like ain't nobody ever gonna do me like this again. By the time I was six, I made that decision that nobody ever was gonna do that to me again. So anybody was an, uh, an adult or whoever, I was you was gonna get it from me. So I just had that reputation. It's just like leave her alone. You know what I mean? So that's and that's kind of what I wanted. And it was just basically. If I got you thinking that I'm out of control, then I'm then I'm really in control. So that's basically what I wanted, which is to be left alone. Mm-hmm. So that day, little Tyson made her debut in the <laughs> in the gym against uh, this 32 year old woman. So now you know better because you're a professional. You you've mm-hmm. curated your style. Mm-hmm. From what you can remember of that day, how were you fighting? What were you doing on that oh, day? That were day? you were you that windmilling? Day? What were Man, you doing? I was just doing all kind of stuff. I was swimming like I was in the Olympics. She was stepping <laughs> on my foot. I don't know the lady name though. I don't, I don't remember her name. I never seen her again after that. But she was stepping on my foot and jabbing me, and I'm like, "Yo, I can't catch this girl." Like, it's totally different from a street fight. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's totally different. Like these street fighters, they kill me because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, the only difference between a street fighter and a trained fighter is that that trained fighter knows how to fight. Did you <laughs> so, when, when at the beginning, um, bef- when before you actually learned how to train to be a boxer, did you mm-hmm. ever feel that feeling of your legs going out from being? Oh man, I felt that, oh, and I didn't God. understand what that meant until it actually happened. I was like, "Oh my God, what is this? You're <laughs> yo, like what? jelly." <laughs> Yo, what is that anxiety or something? I what is that? I don't. It's it's. I don't feel it no more. Fatigue, man. It's complete fatigue. Have you ever felt throat. the one where you felt like you was having an out of body experience in the ring? Yeah, I've hit. I've been being hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about that one. I don't know what you talk about. No, I had had a fight. I had I had a couple fights in my career. Total of my amateur and pro fights, Mm -hmm. where I felt like it was somebody else doing the work, and I was just there. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like. It was crazy, crazy. I was so scared to fight this one girl. I was like, I was still amateur. And I was like, yo. And it's like, yo, if I win this fight, I got to go to the Olympic trials. And, you know, it's one thing to want to win. But it's a whole other thing to have to win and be responsible for yourself. Mm. People don't want that responsibility of being a champion mm-hmm. or being a fighter or yeah. being being ranked. or anything. They don't, That's a whole different responsibility. Hmm. So I went in there. stay there. Yeah. Yep. You got to stay there and you got to go up. Yep. You know, so when I went in there, I fought her. And it was it, it just I was spooked because I was. Was like a nobody in the amateurs i think i was like maybe 10 fights deep or something she was like all mm. oh, rank this and that da, 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 da. national time 10 time da, 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 and golden glove and silver glove i'm like oh shit. <laughs> you know what i mean so i went in there and i stopped her in the second round wow and it was like an autobody experience i don't know what happened like, boom my right hand and it was just over and i felt bad for her because in real life, I'm a really good person. I'm a sweetheart. But I, when I get up in there, I, it's time to execute you. You know what I mean? And she was crying and stuff. I was like, damn, you know. But, um, yeah, that was one of the few times that I had an out-of-body experience. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just like the way he said, she was crying. <laughs> yeah, it was Sorry, crazy. girl. It's boxing, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's business. Crazy. Yeah. It's business. Why the miracle? I mean, when you talk about that you are... That you're there to execute, to, you know, basically kill them in the ring, no pun intended. Why do you choose the name The Miracle? 
So, um, I don't know if y'all could see yeah. my, uh, my Prevail so Athletics. This is my brand. Okay. They got the boxing gloves, the infinity sign, mm. and the P for Prevail and A for Athletics oh. all in one. Okay. So, if you go look at my story, and you know, if you had the time to read and stuff like that, and pick yourself up a, you know, hoodie, a backpack. At Prevail Athletics? Yeah, for sure. Okay, socks. I got phone cases. I got everything going on. I'm still trying to build it up. It's new. Mm. But um, once you read my story, you'll see. But to answer your question, um, the reason why I call myself the miracle is because I'm not really supposed to be here right now. You know what I mean? I beat a lot of statistics. You know what I mean? I was supposed to be in prison. Um, my son was supposed to be in the system. And, you know, I prevailed against all of that. I beat a lot, a lot of statistics. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like basically um, my pro debut that I had um, in the um, um, California area. Uh, my first promoter, he was like, well, what do you want your ring name to be? And I never had a ring name. So I was like, oh. He was like, well, why don't you make it Miracle? And my son was a little one back then. He was like seven or something like that. And I was like, Sahi, what you think? And he was like, it should be the miracle. Aww. I said, all right. <laughs> so it's kind of like my backstory, you know what I mean? And plus, you know, I get up in there and, you know, I do miracle stuff when I'm in the ring. It's, you know okay. what I mean? It's phenomenal. So, yeah, that's where I got my name from. I love that because when we when Caleb was here yeah. last week, he said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a name. He didn't want a name. And he said he was going around to tournaments and people mm -hmm. kept telling him, man, that white boy got some sweet hands. Mm -hmm. And that's how the name he said. You don't, you never give yourself your own you name. You never give yourself a name. Wow. I wonder who has. I wonder if any boxer has given their own selves their names. Wait, yeah. where's my where's my camera? Okay, so Twitter, Twitter people. <laughs> if you know of any boxers who have given themselves their own name, Adam and shame the devil because we want to know because that's not the correct protocol. So tell Adam and at us so we know who they are. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. You and know, messy. Th there's one thing that um, obviously we can talk about with women, uh, and I've interviewed a couple of them, that they're mothers. Mm -hmm. So usually some guys or even just some women go in there and they, they have no mothers, so they're really just fighting for themselves. But now that you have a human being that you are taking care of, mm -hmm. the work doesn't stop in the gym, honey. Ever. You, mm -mm. you are still a mother. You still got to take right. care of your son. Right. You still have to do your miles tonight. You yeah. got to eat healthy. Yeah. You got to make weight. You got to do so many things. Yeah. How is that being a mother and a fighter, a professional fighter? I love being a mother. You? I love it. Like... He was planned, and it wasn't like, oops, you know, anything mm -hmm. like that. He was planned, you know, and um, I took off from boxing, of course, you know, about until he was two. Um, but I love being a mother, and he's he's such a great kid. Like, you know, he does uh, jujitsu. Actually, has a, a tournament mm. coming up on um, April 30th out here in Vegas. Um, so he's been doing, he started off doing karate, and then he ended up doing jujitsu um, when he was six. He did karate when he was four. Um, and he has some of the best um, trainers, mm -hmm. both black belts, you know, um, my land and Chris out here in Vegas. Um, but being a mother is just, it's, it's pretty easy. I think I'm annoying to him. <laughs> of course I think you are. I am like, yo, I'd be, be activating his life and I just love <laughs> it so much. Cause you know what? When he looked back, he gonna be like, yo, my mom really loved me, man. No. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you know what I mean? And <clears throat> having that, being able to give that love to him is something I didn't have. So it's just like, it's not about, you know, some people say that my kid is spoiled and, and I get mad at him. You know, As you should. Because it's like, yo, sport, being spoiled is not just giving your kid whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. To me, I feel like he deserves it. He's a great kid. He makes great grades. You know what I mean? He's, he's phenomenal. He does what I ask him to do. Of course, you know, he, he's a teenager, so he has that combativeness where he wants to be, right. you know, combative and be, talk back. But he's a really, really great kid. So it's just like, 
who are you to tell me that my child is spoiled? You know what I mean? Or you love your kid too much. You're hurting him. And I was like, no, you don't love your kid enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you know, so, there you go. You know, being I a like mother that. to me is, is phenomenal. It's very, very, I love being his mom. I know. They, you know, we are all at different uh, stages. Cynthia is a new mother. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I, Thank you. Nice. And boy or girl? A boy. Nice. Yeah. They're going to they gonna get tired of you in just a few, two years, about eight. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's, he'll be one in two weeks. Oh, take advantage, girl. Uh, exactly. <laughs> And mine, <laughs> and mine is 18 and, and a freshman in college. Oh, yeah. And it was very heartbreaking. Probably not for her, but it was for me. I <laughs> cried when I dropped her off. But I feel like door. girls are different, no? Yes, they my are. cousin, she has like six kids, and her girls are so affectionate. I'm like, oh, I should have had a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they get There's tired of you. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> oh, there's still time. My yeah. mom was 42 when she had me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that gives me inspiration. Cool. How old are you, if you mind me asking? I'm 37. Oh, you got oh, time. Yeah, you got time. You yeah. got time. You're yeah. healthy. Yeah. I got to do this boxing stuff. I got to run it all the way to the top. Do you, would you, would you want another baby? Yeah, I, I would. Okay. One more or would you want more? I think one more is cool, but if I get more, <laughs> I'll take care of those two. You know oh, I mean? okay. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know. Even making sure that my child is great, you know what I mean? Putting stuff in his name now and just making sure that, say, if something happened to me, he's mm-hmm. all right. You know what I mean? He's good. So I'm thinking way down the line. What kind of a mother are you at his jiu-jitsu competitions? Are you yes. the loud one? Like, are you the stage ah, mom? Go for the kill. Yo. Or, yeah. Are they putting you out of the gym? Yo. <laughs> I'd be kicked out. And I should have exactly. known better because I'm a fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's different when you see your child in there. You know what I mean? It, Do you cry? I, I was screaming. <laughs> at the he, opponent? <laughs> at him. Oh. Like, do uh-huh. something. Like, yo, I was just tripping. I, I don't, he had, a, he had, a, he actually almost got bronze medal. Uh, oh, his first wow. tournament. Yeah. First tournament, he almost got bronze medal. Um, but he's working on that, what, what cost him that bronze medal. Um, but, yeah, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I'm just... You know, I just want him to win. So but I think the winner spirit in me. Yeah. It's not so much you hurting my baby. It's just like, you know what I mean? I want you to, you know, win. take that that energy that I have about winning. You know what I mean? So. What what happens? What's a conversation with your son when he doesn't place and he. he oh, no, I, I hate I the word. I don't, lose. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that to him. I don't, you, I don't do that. No, nah, this is like, yo, you didn't win. You know what I mean? Let's go get some ice cream. Whatever. Cool. We'll yeah, I like it. that. I like you know that. What too. Mean? I like that. that. It's, just, it's just like, I want you to do this because I know you love it. Like, he. Good. he was out here he moved out here with me when he was six mm-hmm. and he was training with roger mayweather rest in peace um mm-hmm. he found out quick that he didn't want to do boxing he said mommy it's too hard <laughs> why does he think it's hard man it's just too hard. i don't know i have you know i've ran track i've swam you know i've I, I played ball but uh i've never had any other co- combat sports to to to, to compare it to but People say that boxing is the hardest. It's really hard. It absolutely it is. is. Hard. Just it's the a, running it's, alone. <laughs> it's the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, being that he found jujitsu, I, I support him in whatever. You know what I mean? If you want to shovel shit, I'm going to support you. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. So, you know, and that's just basically how I how I view it as far as being a parent to my child. Karate, jujitsu, MMA. Soccer. soccer. So good karate, feet. Yeah. MMA um, in the future. He did swimming. He has whispered it. Mm. Oh. He has whispered it. I say, look, son, if you do that, I Still ain't got paying to train with nobody else but Dewey. Oh, you have okay. to go to that Shout fire. out to Dewey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dewey, man. Like, one of the fun, most best coaches in the world. Like, seriously. I'm not just saying that because he's my coach, mm-hmm. but he's really one of the best, man. He's he's everything in one when it comes to being a coach. I see him on TV all the time. I remember when he used to train Jesse Vargas. Really? Yeah, yeah. he used yeah. to train Jesse back, Vargas yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he out there, for real. Yeah, he's, he's a real one. Yeah. And he's really a real one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... 
Oh, sadly, we're going to have to end our episode. But we do have, uh, actually, Giandra has an amazing segment that we do. Yay. Um, so, oh, okay. wait, wait, wait. Before, let me do my segment with the females. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And then we're going to come to you. So we do a segment with all the females. First, first word that when I say this name. One word. Katie Taylor. Beautiful. Clarissa Shields. Queen. Amanda Serrano. Beast. Jessica McCaskill. Oh, I can't put a picture. I can't. I can't think of who that is. Uh, the one that beat Cecilia Bracus became undisputed. <sighs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm bad with names. Keep no going. No worries. Delphine <laughs> Pursun. Keep going. Chantel Cameron. Chantel. Oh, fuck. I'm bad with names. I'm better with faces. Michaela Mayer. Michaela Mayer. Oh, ph- she's phenomenal too. Sinisa Estrada. Wait, she's white chocolate. Now who you say? <laughs> 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 Damn, I wish next time we see Michaela. Sinisa uh, Estrada. Oh? Sinisa Estrada. Damn, Estrada, Estrada. Really, Golden really tiny boy. Golden boy fighter. She's the one that busted oh, Marlon oh, oh. in the face. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of her. Savannah Marshall. Savannah Marshall, Savannah Marshall. She's the one that's like her and Cecilia, I mean, Clarissa are supposed to have oh. the biggest fight. Mm hmm. I don't know, Spongebob. (laughs) Damn. Clarissa will probably like that. We'll have to send that clip to her. And then last but not least, Jamie Mitchell. The it factor. (laughs) Anyone ever say Joni Mitchell? I keep calling you Joni Mitchell, the singer. I don't know why. She never lied. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Okay, now to your segment, Giandra. So, Jamie's camera is here. We have a segment that we call Talk Yo Shit. So, for the next 30 seconds, we want you to look into your camera and talk it to whomever, another fighter, the industry, uh, Death Row as a crew, as a faction, whoever you want to talk your shit to. 30 seconds, Jamie Mitchell, go ahead and talk your shit. Shannon Courtney, Ebony B- Ebony Bridges, I'll beat you, 187. Oh, short, sweet, simple, period. On the undercover cop. Right? And to Eddie, oh man, Eddie Hearn, did you get that? Eddie Hearn, did you hear that? She ready. She, she ready. ready. Ready, ready. Stay ready. Jamie, wow. Well, well. We, you got to come back. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, come back and be like a guest host with us when we have oh somebody in here. Oh my God. You're so, I, I really like... You know, I, I didn't know what to expect because I've never interviewed you. I've only seen mm-hmm. you fight that mm-hmm. one big fight. And you're just very, you're simple. Mm-hmm. You're to the, to the point. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't pull any punches. You mm-hmm. say it like it is. And I really like that. And you're mm-hmm. just, you're so humble. I appreciate that. I, I get that humbleness stuff a lot. So you really are. It means a lot because I, I be thinking like, sometimes I be turned up and I be like, yo, am I doing too much? But everybody to a T always says I'm humble. So it's cool. I like that. I, I love that stuff. And, and that's the humble. one thing that's going to, any any champion or any person that um, the one thing that you carry on in your career is to always be humble because that shit can always be taken away. Hello. It's time God get ready. Hello. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, right. I thank you guys for having me. Thank the pleasure you. is ours. You'll have to come back. We want to talk to you again. Hopefully this fight is the sooner than the later. And then, you know, come on back. You you have a home here. Open yeah, door. right here. Appreciate you. I thank you guys for the love. Uh, no thank you, Jamie. And good luck to you in your fight. Thank whenever you. that is. Yeah. All right. Well, we are wrapping up another episode of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. Thank you, Jamie Mitchell. And again, thank you. 
I, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to say your name. <laughs> and and my name is here. Follow me on all your social media platforms. Yes, and, and also follow, follow us. all of our social medias. We'll put it up somewhere. And uh, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Everywhere. TikTok. And me, mine, Cynthia, uh, at Cynthia underscore Conte. And then also, the best women's boxing show, period. And shout out for the logo by Banana Dog Media, Dimitri Berg. Very, very simple, stated, and in your face. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Again, thank you. I'm Cynthia Conte. Okay.